0: psalm fifty nine and I'm going to talk about <clears throat> what is real victory we we have all been hurt by people who are close to us and you know you know we we hear about road rage every day we hear about school shootings, mall shootings um whatever the case may be. And let me tell you, all that is, it's just a spilling out of a broken heart, of a hurt heart, spilling outwards of people that don't know how to cope with emotional hurts. So we're going to talk a little bit about that right now. So David says, deliver me from my enemies. Oh, my God. Set me securely on high, away from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who do iniquity and save me from men of bloodshed. For behold, they have set an ambush for my life. Fierce men launch an attack against me. Not for my transgression, not for my sin, O Lord. For no guilt of mine, they run and set themselves against me. That's important. Of course, David is talking here clearly are uh, in the theater of warfare. People are after him to kill him. But let's get into the theater that we live in, right? It's the same kind of thing. I mean, you know, spears, bow and arrows, whatever, they're after David with. But what we need to focus on is the intent of the, uh, of the heart of these people. There are people who are after David And he says, not for my guilt, I've done nothing wrong, not for my shame. One of the worst things, of course, is when someone does evil against someone when there's no apparent reason, right? That is very, very hurtful because most people don't know how to take that. Most people, what did I do? Wow, what did did I do? to you it's very very painful because what it causes a lot of people to do almost is disassociate from yourself to internalize that that there must be something wrong with me there must be something that i don't see that other people see and what is that going to cause you to be that's going to cause you to be somewhat insecure about yourself that's going to cause you to question yourself. God wants us to move forward being sure of ourselves, but, but we can't successfully live with contradictions. I can't move forward in confidence in God or in confidence in anything if I have a contradiction in my heart right, if I am trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense, I'm going to internalize it, right, it's going to hurt me, it's going to cause me unnecessary angst and stress, it's going to cause me some kind of emotional pain, and I'm going to be perplexed because I can't make sense of it. If I do something wrong and somebody does something back to me, that's easy to understand, right? That is easy to understand. But what's not easy to understand is when, as David talked about, people are after me. David could understand, oh, people are after me in warfare. We're battling for territory. But no, he's got enemies now for no apparent reason. And we know. Of course, we know the story of David. God allowed all of this because of what David did to Uriah and the whole Bathsheba incident, right? But even then, even still, he's still perplexed. And what I'm saying is this, is there's a lot of hurts, a lot of questions inside of us that we are perplexed about. This causes us to question ourselves and until we're able to reconcile those things it's very difficult for us to be sure of ourselves it's very difficult for us to have a sense of freedom in the person that god made us because somehow we're looked upon as wrong and you can have enemies for the simple reason being is that people are jealous of where you're at in life you can have enemies because people just don't like the way that you carry yourself you could have enemies because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time right you could have enemies there are people right road rage road rage nobody should take that personally you're probably you're essentially on the road with someone whose rage is spilling over they're not raging. We talked about this before. They're not raging about you getting in front of them or them getting in front of you or wherever you're pulling out in front of them. They're already raging because of something. And whatever you did or didn't do just causes that thing to be highlighted, right? And it spills out. And so I would say in this, when you've got all of that kind of ambiance going on in your environment, how do you move forward? Because it's kind of like the dodgems or the bumping cars that I used to love, right? you almost there. I remember when I was a kid. How do you move forward with this thing? I love it, but you know, I want to get over there somewhere, and I just keep smashing into people. You know, the way, the way, to do it is not even taking it personally and that's the first thing that we do with first thing we do is to question ourselves and this is why we get upset there are people who will sometimes you're on the road and someone will give you a rude gesture and you don't even know what you've done that's the way to do is to not take it personally is in all of this to walk in love on the cross, the greatest victory Jesus showed was when he was dying on the cross. Forgive them, Father. They don't know what they are doing. Yep. What we have to do, we have to heal in our heart, deep down inside of us and move forward. Get to a place where really an insult, Mary Lou was saying something about, some of the foundational teachings is being getting to a place where insults don't take away from you or compliments don't add to you, right? In other words, what am I talking about? I'm talking about not needing anything from people, but just from God, really. Not needing anything from people. Only, only needing it from God when you get to that place people can't hurt you that's where we have to get to a place where we cannot be hurt i i I mean i i know i was my entire life and i got myself to a place i did the work where i could no longer be hurt as i said i look at my heart as being bulletproof really as 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 being bulletproof to any um, attacks of the enemy, any of the bullets that the enemy would send to get me to question myself. I question myself all the time, but not based on anybody else's response to me. That would be so difficult, you know? And it doesn't even make sense. You know why? because you could be questioning yourself based on somebody's response to you and that person's response to you has got nothing to do with you it could be the way that that person grew up with their father and now you're taking that on we have got to stop taking on and this is what this message is about taking on the burdens of others really Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus showed victory by not taking on the burdens of others. Of course, on the cross, he took on all of the sin. But the Pharisees, there's nothing like, oh, the Pharisees don't like me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It was their problem, right? And that's what we've got to do. Is the real way to walk in victory is to make sure that problems stay in the right place. If you ever do a balance sheet, the most important thing, a uh, balance sheet, you're talking about profits and loss, is to make sure you have a column for assets and a column for liabilities. You mix those two up, the concluding amount with whatever you conclude, right, as your balance on that balance sheet will be incorrect. And we can almost look at our souls as a form of a balance sheet. So if you're taking on, right? If you're taking on other people's liabilities, right? That guilt that you conclude your balance sheet in your heart will be somebody else's but you've just taken it on that shame, right, that you conclude with will be somebody else's. That frustration will be somebody else's. That anger will be somebody else's. We all know other people, strangers that we don't even know. We don't even know why they're raging. I've got us angry and upset. In other words, we've taken on the anger of someone else which means if you're doing that then when you say you're gonna have a good day well that really means having a good day depends on who you come in contact with and it shouldn't having a good day you should have a good day regardless of who you come in contact Because because now you don't allow that person to to negatively affect the balance sheet. Right? So you should have a good, it does not, it does not matter who you come in contact with. You could come in contact with Vlad the Impaler. And if you don't allow Vlad the Impaler to negatively affect that balance sheet of your heart, you'll have a good day. And that's truly walking in victory. Victory is not about uh, uh, other people being there, because if other people can influence you, really, you're in that bumping car circle. And I used to love the bumping car, but I also used to hate it as well, because I, thought I had a good ride in it, but I also thought I got nowhere. I got nowhere. I had a good ride, bump, 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 bump. You know, I was a kid, but also I'm getting out of it. Okay, the money's over, but I only moved about that much. Really? So, yeah, really, what's going on? I'm kind of supposed to take you forward? And, and that's kind of where we're at in life, bumping in to people. There was a great movie from 2000, it's a great movie. It was called Crash. And it was about all of these lives crashing in. Great movie. I'm telling you, about and all of these lives, how all of these lives were crashing into each other and were negatively affecting each other. You know, real victory is when people can crash into you and you don't have any dents. People can crash into you and you don't have any dents dense. That's real victory. Like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, right? Being thrown into the fire and coming out, not smelling of smoke. And so here's what I'm saying. Don't allow anyone to give you their negativity. Don't allow anyone to give you their liabilities. Your balance sheet, if your balance sheet was that a, I don't know, a1,000 dollars in the morning? and I'm talking about in just making an analogy using finances now to reflect emotional, the emotional uh, components. If your balance sheet is at 1,000 dollars in the morning, then that's where it should be at night. Really? So it shouldn't be a1,000 dollars in the morning, and then minus 50,000 at night? No, it should not because you're in bad shape. And, and, and this should be an easy mnemonic to remember, right? In the sense that, remember this, is this person affecting my profit and loss? Really, is this person affecting my profit and loss? And here's the thing, it shouldn't affect your profit. It shouldn't reflect you're lost, that's the thing. You don't need people to add or take away from that balance sheet, right? You know, Mary Lou said it, as I said before, you're complete in Christ. You don't need anybody to add to it or take away. Nobody should be withdrawing. Nobody should be loaning to you. You don't need that. God always makes you every day that those books are balanced. You start out right with that balance and you should end up, you should end up with that balance, right? Because the resources in terms of helping people, you only help people in the resources that God gives to you. So God ultimately is always responsible for the accounting and making sure that the books are balanced. Right. We get them unbalanced. Right. But now we should say, God, if I'm giving out, if I'm giving out, my books will always be balanced. Nobody will be able to take away. Nobody will be able to add. You are the one that only adds. My resources should be complete. Right. God gives you. Scripture says that God gives us everything pertaining to life and godliness. God has given us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We are complete in him, right? We are complete in him. So if that's the case, then if that's the case, we should never, ever be running on empty. We should never, ever, ever need to be bailed out, right? Never, ever. Okay, so yeah, we have enemies, don't even try, don't even try to figure people out because people are complex. As like I said, people cannot like you just because they meet you. But a lot of times when people don't like people, it's because they don't like themselves. There are a lot of people full of rage. We hear about these lone shooters all the time. Nobody should take that personal. Nobody should take people that belong belong to hate groups personal. Nobody should take Christians who are full of hate. Don't take it personally, really. There's a problem in their heart and that's spilling out. If it wasn't you, it probably would be somebody else. It's a condition of the heart. So what should that do? nobody's actions tomorrow the next day should take away from you should impact you negatively nobody's okay we're gonna do some prayer points right here and it's lord god give me the grace let every day my emotion the emotional books be balanced by you in Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord. I praise your holy name. Father, I pray that every single day you would let the emotional books, Lord God, of my heart be balanced. In Jesus' name. Oh, I just thank you, Father. I praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I'm also gonna do as well, I'm gonna pray for Sandy's son. Eddie, right? There. Lord God, bring healing to this man's life. There's been a lot of medical problems due to the underlying issue of uh, type 1 diabetes. So let's pray that he will be healed completely from head to toe in Jesus' name. Father, we lift up Eddie to you, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, Jesus Christ, for all of the Underlying issues due to diabetes, that you would fully and completely heal him, Lord God, in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, you will bring him to know you, Lord God. Let him have a breakthrough in his health, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord God, give me the grace that nobody's toxicity that I come in contact with anymore. Would negatively affect my life in Jesus' name. Let's pray, Father. I just thank you, Lord. I praise your holy name. I pray, Lord, that nobody's toxicity that I come in contact with would negatively affect my life, Lord God. I ask in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You know, there are many people, there are many people in the church who have negatively affected people's faith. And you know why? Because people have conflated the people in the church that have hurt them with God, and they're not. They are not, they've clumped everything together. No, they're just people in the church. Got nothing to do with God, but that's what has happened on people are fallen away. Prayer point is this, Lord God, give me the grace that nothing would negatively impact my faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We praise your holy name. We pray, Lord God, that you will give us the grace, Lord, that nothing would negatively impact our faith. Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Next prayer point is this Lord God, give me supernatural coping skills, supernatural coping skills. People, people default to natural coping skills because they don't have the supernatural coping skills. When you have supernatural coping skills, you don't default to the natural ones, the booze, the food, the gambling, whatever, right? So it's Lord God, give me supernatural coping skills. I mean, when scripture says we are more than conquerors, Right there, supernatural coping skills. So, Lord God, give me supernatural coping skills that I would never default to natural ones to try to cope in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We praise your holy name, Lord. We pray that you will give us all supernatural coping skills. Your word says that we are more than conquerors, Lord God. We are super conquerors. Give us these supernatural, or let us realize we've been given them, Lord God, so that we, Father Lord God, would never default to the natural, but always stand on the supernatural. In Jesus' name. This is next prayer point. Lord God, give my heart a complete detox from childhood to now, from childhood to now you know childhood childhood always saddles up the pony that you ride in life as an adult i saw michael jackson listen i used to love love it as a kid but everything the fact that michael jack did all of that stuff to himself bought the elephant man's bones, all of that had nothing to do with fame and fortune. Well, it did, fame and fortune provided the, the, the funds for him to do it. But the fact that he wanted to do it, the, the fact that he was dysfunctional and had the desire to do it had nothing to do with fame and fortune. That was all, all the dysfunctionality he got from his family of origin and his narcissistic father that used him, that monetized him, that wanted to make him famous. You know, when his father actually said, when he said, well, your son's all messed up. What do you think about that? Hey, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. Problem is, nobody really saw any omelets, right? But a lot of broken eggs. So it's Lord God, clean out my heart, detox my heart from all of the dysfunctionality, the negative things from childhood. You know, here's the problem about childhood. What was abnormal today? You can normalize tomorrow, really. So many of us don't even know what was abnormal because it's very, God has given us great adaptive skills. There are people who've been through hell in their childhood, really, through hell. And they're living with the consequences. Lord God, clean out, detox my heart, all of the dysfunctionality. All of the toxicity I've picked up, all of the bad habits and behaviors I've picked up from childhood to the present, clean it out. detox it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We just praise your holy name, Lord God. Father, detox my heart. You know what's normal and abnormal, Father, Lord God. I've adapted to it, Lord God. In fact, as you know, Lord, it's it's called survival skills. Lord God, Jesus Christ. It's called putting one foot in front of the other. So, Father, clean it out, Lord God, all of the bad habits, all of the self destructive, self defeating behavior I have picked up, Lord God. It's in my heart. Clean it out, Lord God, and let me have clean, constructive behavior, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to pray for every one of us that's on this line, whether, whatever is the prayer of your heart and whatever you need and then i'll give it back over to uh, to stephanie after well i'll say the caring call and then i'll give it back over to stephanie so father lord god every single person who is on this line lord god you know their prayer request you know the needs of their heart i pray that you would meet them lord in jesus name Father, answer their prayers, Lord God, privately so that they can come and testify publicly. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to do the caring call. So it's this. If you don't know the Lord, please say this prayer with me. I mean it. Mean it in your heart. Don't just go through the motions. It's too important. Father, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I know, Lord God, you will build my life. You will change, Father, and my life will be something that I never could have done by myself. I pray that you would use all of my mistakes from the past as messages, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Steph.